Welcome to Guidos Bros, where we ask better questions. Because having the answers is just not good enough. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Guidos Bros. I'm the brother. I'm the other brother. And I already see, I'm just, for those of you watching on Rumble or YouTube, uh, the lighting in my office is going to be funny for a little bit. I'm getting these reflections. Uh, the sun comes up in the east and I happen to be facing the east. So, you know, you're going to see that, but that's okay. I'll look pasty a little bit and then it'll go away. Um, uh, the, uh, so I was talking to my brother before we got started. And one of the things that I said was, uh, do you want me to surprise you with some topic ideas or should we talk about them first? And today we decided, Hey, let's do the surprise. Let's, let's, let's get after the surprise. So I have been, uh, I've been on my own podcast. I've been on a family kick. And so I'll give you I'll give you the idea that I think is probably the, the the most interesting to me at the moment. And understand of course this might be a little tainted because I've been on this family kick thing anyway. Uh but there is a uh a, a recent hold on I'm going to pull the thing up. There is a recent uh law or, or bill that went through the California legislative branch. And apparently, I'm not positive, but I think it might have been signed in. Uh, and that law is pertaining to the basically it's pertaining to what they call aff- affirmation parenting, right? It's the idea of affirming children. And California did some strange things. I have it all pulled up. I could actually read you the language. So that's one angle. Of course, that has to do with gender stuff. Uh, Another thing is I've been sort of tracking these topics that are rising in the culture. As we approach uh, 2024, there's a big election coming up. Of course, Mm -hmm. everybody knows that. And so I've been just listening to left-wing, right-wing conversations about the different topics. And so I've got some topics. Any of these would be fair game to me. Uh, I don't really care. I'm all about hitting hard topics. So climate, abortion, election fraud, the media telling the truth, uh, or, or legalism itself. The idea of justice is huge right now because of uh, Trump and Biden both having these really sketchy pasts in different ways. All right. And so I just threw a lot of junk at you. Is there anything in there that makes you go, hmm? Yeah, that was an old reference. Sorry. Well, I, I mean, I guess all of them make me think, hmm, because there's differing views on, on all of it. Um, I guess the one that I might know least about, at least, well, I mean, how, how much do we really know about any of them anyway? But, uh, I guess the California thing is a new one. And so that might be interesting just to get some thoughts based on, differing level of research where you might have a little bit more than me. And so I can sort of gut react and, and you can present some information and we can just see what the heck happens. Mm -hmm. So let's try, let's try that one first because I don't, I don't even know exactly what it means. I I have an idea of what I think it might mean. And maybe we can start there, but uh, what, what do you think? (laughs) Uh, so you said what you're saying is you want to guess what it's about yeah let me try that oh let me just try because i've i've been out of the news directly for maybe a week to 10 days and if it's happened within that uh i I have very little information on it so let me try let me just try it okay so you said it's something about affirmation parenting and that they signed a bill, which means it there's some legal precedence, or maybe not precedent set, but some legal standard set for what parents may or may not be able to do in in that area. So, do I, am I in the ballpark at least to start? 
Okay, you're in the ballpark. Okay, so then let me see. If if it's an affirmation thing, and I'm going just historically off of California, then I'm guessing affirmation is the standard that is being set, and that parents will be held accountable to whether or not they are affirming some behavior. And, and in this case, you said it was gender. So if a child states something in the world of gender, then parents are legally held to affirm that. I have no idea into what context that means. I have no idea. That's, that's where I kind of lose it, I guess. So how close am I? I'm all right. You're doing pretty good. You're doing pretty good. Uh, That was all relatively predictable, right? It seemed just based on the language and knowing California and yes. Sure. Okay. So let's do a couple of uh, prefaces here. Number one, neither one of us are lawyers. Neither are most of the people who vote this stuff in. That's a preface. Do you agree with that? Yes, because they're going to be state legislatures that do that. So, yes, I would say the vast majority are not legal scholars. Yes, that's right. Okay, good. And neither are we. Um, So we're just going to be, to the best of my ability, informed participants in the, the dialogue process about the legality or what this means. Uh, so, you know, take that for what it is out there, folks. Uh, we we are not lo- lawyers, but there are some things that I I personally have had to get to know because of my profession, what I do for a living. I had to be informed on a bunch of this stuff. So the angle here, look, what they're trying to do is give affirming parenting legal ground and non-affirming parenting giving the state the ability to consequence parents to hold them accountable for not affirming their children so the the area that it falls into is the the family code category which means oh let me also preface this there's another thing you lived in California for a, quite a while. Yep. Stationed so, there for, for a bit. Yes. This would literally be affecting you if you were still there right now. You It would it mm-hmm. would be affecting you right now. Okay. All right. Yep. Makes okay. sense. Okay. So it, it falls in the family code. Now, they justify this by stating that the family, that California has a responsibility to protect children from dangers okay yes yeah i I got it and there's a lot of ways that i could go with that statement and i don't want a tangent so okay keep going okay so here it is i'm going to give it to you assembly bill number nine five seven introduced by uh, Lori Wilson and Senator Weiner, uh, which I don't want to get too much into that, but I can't help but to laugh every time that that comes up well, because Senator Weiner is so involved in this gender stuff, and yes. I just I don't know you y'all out there can you can laugh at me for being ridiculous I'm okay with it, so it's an act to amend section three zero one one of the family code relating to family law. So immediately right there, I'm going to switch gears and I'm going to go to three zero one one because y'all need to know what three zero one one is about. Uh, it's important to me that we, we do this the, the, the way that it would be done in law every time. Cause you take the three zero one one and it's inserted right there. So we have to defer to it. And 3011, it's custody of children. That's what it's about. Custody of children is the category. Okay. So immediately they're talking about being able to decide custody. And then they go into definitions, general provisions, and then they talk about reasons in which, in 3011, reasons in which a child could be removed from a home. 
And they okay. define them. Go ahead. There's several categories. Did you want to say something? Yeah, I do. So, okay. So as a former law enforcement and knowing a, maybe not specifically these codes, but knowing when certain factors would require the removal of children from custody when so some of the obvious ones are uh abandonment or uh abuse or uh exposure to uh, dangerous things and that could be uh drugs or weapons or or something that is deemed uh what would you call it something where this where the child can be harmed by uh, another adult or that can harm themselves because of what an adult has presented to them, let's say. So these are all physically, uh, damaging to them. So it can cause physical harm or death. And, and so that's usually what we would encounter. And so, okay. it, so is that, is that in that 30, yeah, was it 3301? Yeah. Is it 3301? 3011. 3011, sorry. Okay. 3011. So let me give you them precisely. Sure. There's only five. There's only okay. Five makes sense. Them. Makes sense. Number one, health, safety, and welfare of the child. Got it. Very. Which, by the way, is probably where they're going to tuck this. Got right? it. Like in terms of their their uh, their defending of it. Right. Number two, history of abuse by one parent or another person seeking custody. Yep, that one's very okay. specific. Okay. Very specific, and it details it out. Number three, the nature and amount of contact with both parents. That one's kind of open too, but, but the nature being very broad. Ugh, okay. That almost seems like a double tap. I know, but they, okay. So then number four is the habitual or continual illegal use of controlled substances, uh, abuse of alcohol. So you're, you're talking about those dangers that put a parent in the state of not being able to parent. Correct. Yep, That's what that falls into there. Yep. That one's obvious okay. too. Got it. And then number five, when allegations about a parent pursuant to paragraph two or four, which were uh-huh. already yeah. stated, yeah. have been brought to the attention of the court in current proceeding, and the court makes an order for sole or joint custody. So anytime that there's an accusation in the interim, yeah, the state can make some decisions there. Okay. Okay. Got it. All right. So that's 3011. All right, let's go back to it. And and that's that's what it's tying it all to, which yeah. means the state now, according to this, has the following rights because it falls within that category. All right. This right. is what they would be saying. Okay. They would be saying AB 957, family law, gender identity. That's the title of it. Existing law governs the determination of child custody and visitation in the contested proceedings and requires the court for purposes of deciding custody to determine the best interests of the child based on certain factors, including, among other things, the health, safety, and welfare of the child. That's that first most abstract 3011 clause. Okay. This bill, for purposes of this provision, would include a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity or gender expression as part of the health, safety, and welfare of the child. This bill would incorporate additional changes to Section 3011 of the Family Code proposed by SB 599 and uh, to be operative only if this bill and 599 pass this one being the last. So they're tying it to another one. Right. Okay. And then the, the then it they're saying enacts as follows section one of 33, 3011. And then they go into the details of 3011. So what they are saying here from what I can read, and I just literally read it, what I can read and understand is that in the event that there is a non-affirming parent, there could be accountability to that. In other words, yeah. if somebody comes in and says, I am a woman and they're eight years old 
And one parent or any adult that knows about this, hears about this, they can formally accuse the parent of saying, well, they're telling that child that they are not a woman, that they are a boy. And therefore, they shouldn't have custody of that child. Yeah, and like it's it's adding, like you said, it's either going under uh, subparagraph one of that 3011 or it's adding an additional sixth kind of block or paragraph. Well, the, the way they wrote it, it goes into that subcategory. Of, of number one as I, number one yeah so here's what's most interesting to me about it like i i there's obviously a, i have a bazillion questions yeah but number one i'll start with this it's fit into the most abstract section and it's written in the most abstract way so i'm wondering if this could be interpreted as if you affirm a child, you could also be held accountable. Okay. Wait, interesting. I didn't, I wasn't expecting to go that way. I know, but it, but it makes I sense. I know it does because you have to, you have to think lawyer-ish even though we're not lawyers but a lawyer has to go to the extreme so i'm wondering the way that it's written it's really it's 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 written in the context of doing harm to children by not doing something it's like written in a negative by not doing something so if you if the not then goes like if you're not parenting in a way that would suggest that you're you're not divulging to the child what it means to affirm the care then you're also violating it right mm-hmm. like you're not so you so in a sense you have to give <laughs> the the law would suggest you have to give both options to the child mm-hmm. at the same time and and then neither affirm nor not affirm. Mm-hmm. I, am I am I interpreting that right? That's I, look. I'm not a lawyer, but it looks like that from where I sit because it doesn't specifically say that it's all about affirming the child it's talking about the safety the welfare now the way california is likely to interpret that i know how they're likely to interpret that right and so they would go with precedence and all of this stuff but at some point couldn't it be argued the other way that because you're affirming you are damaging the health and welfare of the child yes okay so let let me let me let me do this because it might be good for the listeners and I need it myself. Can you read the first few sentences of that again? The okay. not the thirty eleven, but the 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 two SBs. Yeah. The, okay. So so it's AB nine five or AB. Yeah. AB nine five seven. Okay. Uh, it says existing law governs the determination of child custody and visitation in the contested proceedings. And requires the court for purposes of deciding custody to determine the best interests of the child based on certain factors, including among things, among other things, the health, safety, and welfare of the child. So when we get to the section they're they're proposing, it says this bill for purposes of this provision would include a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity or gender expression as part of the health, safety, and welfare of the child. Okay. So when, go ahead. So, so it doesn't say to affirm or to not affirm. It just says not taking affirmation into account is how custody could be determined. 
Yes. Am I so right? It's very they're open. Saying the court, okay. That's what I'm interpreting here is the court then has to consider the, the affirmations or maybe the lack of affirmation. Cause it, it uses the word affirmation. So, so when I go on and I read the next part, yeah, go where, where it says, a, a, you know, in making the determination of the best interest of the child in the proceeding described in section 3021, the court shall, among other factors, if it finds relevant and consistent with 3020, uh, which, which is this basically the same code. I could read that if you want to consider nah. all of the following the health and safety of and the welfare of the child as used in this paragraph the health safety and welfare of the child includes among other comprehensive factors a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity or gender expression okay affirmation says- includes a range of actions and will be unique for each child but in every case must promote the child's overall health and well-being oh my God. and and it, it starts with the word consider right so so the whole thing starts and okay but in no way does it say must affirm it just says must consider affirmation and it must be in accordance with the well-being and health of the child yes okay so again, as a non-legal expert, this seems like it can go both ways. And that precedent is what's going to set the right. standard for interpretation of this, which is very interesting, I think, because the question then is, I know that this whole bill, it's, it's affirmation of gender identity. Mm-hmm. And it definitely has the specifics in it, but can knowing the fluidity of gender identity, can this be extrapolated to, so your question threw me off because you went both ways. So my question then is, can this, can this go outside of specific gender uh, ideology that we think of right now? Because in a year, it could mean it could mean something different, and it goes. You could have let's potentially, and I'm not being sarcastic or mean or rude, but can your identity, your identity, whatever I was just saying, <laughs> can your gender identity move into the realm of, uh, let's say, your diet? Like I, I. I see myself as someone who eats a lot and or doesn't eat much if gender identity can change then so can this bill so my question would be does this open up way more than just the idea of gender in our current context i don't know it's so, but here's the thing. It's, it, 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 I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but the question I have is, does this mean that the very, like this passes, I, I'm pretty sure it's passed. Does this mean that the very first court case that tests this bill is going to determine the precedence? And if mm-hmm. so, if that particular judge says that in this particular situation, the affirming parent would be the one in the wrong. It potentially could set the course where parents have the rights to not affirm their children. Hmm. Yeah. I <laughs> Does it, isn't that weird to think though? It it is weird to think about, and it also it's also weird to think about competing precedent, which has historically been a thing as well, uh, where you have one say this way and one say this way, and I guess that's when it gets to the Supreme Court and it goes up, 
and then right. you get a ruling. And I know that in some countries, this is already a thing in Canada. It's been a thing for a couple of years now. And so, uh, I don't, I don't know, but legal scholars, if they're allowed to like reference outside or if they are like outside the country or if they, you know, take that into consideration, I don't know, but it is, it is interesting to think about in the context of how, how we go about parenting. So if I'm going to transition maybe a little here to, you know, my life as a parent, I guess I, I understand some of those provisions in that 3011, uh, which is like abuse and, uh, substance exposure and all of that. But I'm trying to figure out where, where the line gets drawn between outside influence of parenting and, and our rights as a parent to, to work through things with our own children. Like where does, where does that, I know that you can't work through abuse. I get that abuse is abuse. It's a thing that just, it definitely crosses a line, but I don't know. And this is me asking a question. I don't know if identity struggle necessarily crosses that, that line where it becomes abusive. In some respects, I can see how it kind of does, maybe. But at the same time, I'm like, have you ever met a middle school student who hasn't struggled with identity in some way? And in so in our world, what that meant growing up was, are we are we the nerd? Are we the athlete? Are we the, the cool group? Are we the not cool group? Right? It. And our personal identity had a play in that, but didn't we all struggle with that? I don't, I don't know that there isn't a kid that didn't. I'm like, man, my, you know, your, your, your body grows, it develops. Sometimes it's late. Sometimes it's early. Sometimes you have no idea what's going on. Sometimes you do sometimes. So it's, it's, it's awkward. So I'm trying to figure out if this, if it works, like, can't we, can't we just, so my question is, can't we just be parents sometimes and can't we struggle through the, the situation with our kids? Is that yeah, a, I is mean, that a valid the, question? So for me, the question is the health, safety, the welfare of the child then. Okay. The legal it. determination of that, right? Like, you know, if, if I, if I have, I'm, I'm a parent, you're a parent. If one of my kids uh, decides that they are a different gender, I'm the parent. The So where my mind goes is my role as a parent since the beginning of time has always been to protect my children, sometimes from things externally, mm -hmm. but most often from themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, you know, if I've got a kid who wants to jump off the roof into my arms and the roof is a two story home, you're mm -hmm. a little too high. Right. But if you want to jump off the wall and it's about a foot taller than me, well, by all means, let's do that. That'll be fun. I mean, yeah. some people would think about that and go, that's too dangerous also. Except I've got two kids who lived through that. And now they explore the world in healthy ways. Right. So was it dangerous? I mean, there was a risk level to it. Was I abusive to my children? No way in heck I was abusive to my children. Right. But there's risk in that. There's risk in telling your kid, um, you're saying you want to be a different gender. Uh, you know what? You need to wait. It's right. It's too early. Like that's not a wall you jump off of right now. Gotcha. Yeah. And I mean, in even saying that you're offending people, right? Oh, I know. I just offended a whole bunch of people. Right. But 
but I'm also as a, because obviously, you know, the Guidos Bros isn't about cl- my clinical work, but right. I have that clinical mindset of healthy versus unhealthy. And how do we determine healthy versus unhealthy? We determine it as a parent from what is, what is safe versus unsafe first and foremost. Right. And is it safe to tell your kid to go ahead and jump off of that wall when you're eight years old, 10 years old? 14 years old. No, that's not safe. Is it safe to say, if you still feel this way when you're 20 or 18 or whatever, you know, the legal requirement, I mean, then, then you can consider that. Okay. Yes, I get it. Uh, Yeah. And that's, and that's where being a parent is still about being a parent because if you work on, on a farm and you have a, your 10 year old driving your tractor, Someone that lives in Los Angeles or Chicago might think you're crazy. Why are you letting a 10-year-old drive a tractor? Because that that's dangerous. But it's not dangerous in that context. You're on a farm. You know, your your right. your mom or dad trained you how to drive that tractor. You know how to operate the bucket. You know how, you know, and and of course kids are kids. And so this is a, maybe a little tangent of a story but we were driving tractors when we were 10 years old right right it was a thing did we do always the right thing when we drove the tractor no No. because we were kids (laughs) but we explored within the realm of that risk that our parents or family was allowing us to to i guess experience and so we pushed the limits at times and so if you kind of bring it back to this, the, the, the gender discussion, can you explore that together? Like exploring the risks of driving a tractor. Can you explore that as a parent rather than just saying as a parent, you have to go all in. Like they're telling us that's what you have to do. Like that's my gut reaction, how it's going to be interpreted. Right? So I don't want to be told what to do. But I would like to be open to the discussion of let's explore the risks within that world, mm-hmm. the risks of not, the risks of doing, you know, within the cognitive realm of what the child can understand, you know, at that level. But and, then, but who are you to determine what a child can or cannot understand? Because okay, the state can do it better. There's a, okay. That's what we're being told. I know. So here's, here's, uh, I want to, there's a word, there's a word I want to, to, to tell you that comes to my mind. And I want to, the question is, do you think this word will become a factor in this particular bill? The word is usurp, which by definition means to seize and hold by force or without legal authority. Because what they're doing is they're making legal authority to usurp, to take away your ability to parent. Right. Saying we can do it better. Okay. I think this is potentially an avenue for that. What do you think? Is that? It's, it seems like it, especially since it's going down the legal realms anyway. Like the usurping might have already happened, and now the legal precedent is being set to mitigate the the need for the word usurp, because now right. it's like, well, it's we're not usurping, we're it's just, codified, we're following the law, the law says, yeah. and we're doing it. So, uh, it's not an easy question. It's it's a it's a it's a almost unanswerable question, which is what we're about. Just figure it out. It's <laughs> it's it's a it is a reality. It's more of a reality now than it was 10 years ago, than 20, 40, but it has been a reality for a long time. And it is more prevalent now based on the size of the world. It's, Mm -hmm. it's a smaller world than it used to be, but, but, but at the same time, parenting has been around for just as long. So this is, these are not new things battling each other. These are new thing or old things battling each other in new contexts. Mm-hmm. So it's not a, so I still go back to my tractor example. 
I think the question is, can parents, rather than having to abide by a certain law, can parents be allowed to explore the risks of exposure to certain things? Can they be allowed to do this together with their kids as parents without the need for an overarching authority to dictate that? When it comes to abuse, I get it. But when, when it comes, comes to what kind of abuse? What kind of abuse? Yes. Because and, and that, that's this, this question. And this could enter the realm of, of abuse, but, but I, I don't know if it does. I, I don't know. Okay. So, so, so then, maybe that's the question. Does this fit within abuse? The realm of danger or abuse? Danger or abuse. Okay. Because, because, okay. So let's, let's do this. I've got a definition of affirm. All right. Okay. Yeah. Hit me. To declare positively, assert to be true, or to declare support for or belief in. So we're looking at truth or belief. Now, now what we end up with is there because that's the word they they are putting in. Essentially, they're yep, putting yep. in a firm. So then let me give you this hypothetical, because I'm really curious where your mind is going to go with this. I already don't want to tell you where my mind is going. <laughs> go ahead. If you live in a neighborhood where your kid has to walk to school, they're within a mile or whatever the the, yep. the, the range is, they yep. have to walk to school. And in order to do that, they have to walk through an area of town where there is open drug use. Mm-hmm. And the kid says, I am in danger. And somebody at the school says, well, why? Because I have to walk through this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And the the teacher or the the principal or the administrator or whoever says, well, that's not right. And they don't think this through very clearly because according to most states and most laws, the school is responsible for the safety of the student from door to door. Meaning when they leave their home to get on the bus. Mm-hmm. So, they're legally or to walk to school. That's why there's so much law enforcement around schools during uh, times when kids would be typically moving to and from school because the school has legal liability. That's already been done in, in, in courts. Right. So the, the teacher says, Oh, your parents, they, they, they're failing you. And they go after the parents and the parents go, Oh, okay. Then. You're responsible for the safety of the kid from door to door. Mm-hmm. And then the, the parent says, actually, this is your problem. So we're going to sue you. And now we've got the state going after school districts because of this very thing, the safety, the welfare, the uh, and and. The kid had to be affirmed. So the parent was just affirming the kid. You were unsafe. What do we do with that? Well, yeah, I mean, then, so the easy solution would be, okay, we'll get you a bus, right? Fine. You don't have to walk, but you're right. It it could go both ways with who... If if the question is the safety and well-being of the child and you have to – okay, so does a firm also go to their own declaration of their feeling of safety? So maybe it's not just gender, but now does it branch off to I don't feel safe? Yep. So now you have to affirm their their fear, I guess. Now is that – their belief. Their belief. Now, I know that the bill had mostly it was it was gender specific, but is it again? That goes back to my: Can it be extrapolated? How could it not? Because a child that is not affirmed now this is a problem. 
Now, what if it goes, what if, what if it even goes the other way? What if you have a, a, a very, without getting super political, but let's just go with kind of the, the, the tropes of the, the political nature. What if you have a very left leaning family and your child becomes, uh, let's say radicalized on the right side? Does that family now have to affirm their, their radical rightness in a way? Like, if that if that kid fo- puts it into the context of gender, I'm sorry, but he, you would have to, right? Like the yeah, it, to be consistent, and and if you get I to know so. me, I'm usually somewhat, you know, staunchly, uh, what do you call it, consistent. I might not be always right, always wrong, always this, but I try in my best to be consistent. So you have to go that route. You'd have to say, well, my my. I have to affirm my child's belief. If, if, if they say, no, there can be, you know, a hundred genders or 50 or whatever. And the child says, no, I know mom and dad that you believe that I believe there are only two and, and I'm 10 years old or 12, you know, and as a child, they would have to affirm the child's belief that that's how it is. Like it's, I am a boy or I am a girl. I can only be a boy or a girl. And that child believes that then the courts would have to consistently say, you are putting the child in danger by telling them otherwise, because that's their belief. Right. So now we're back to, it's a race to set precedents and then competing uh, decisions. Yeah, so, so this it's going to super... it, it's in, it's almost inevitable that this will end up at the Supreme Court. You said almost. That's... You said almost. Is it you... is it inevitable? It is inevitable. It yes, it has to be. It will go because it because the the law is not clear enough as written to make any sense other than go to court and figure it out. And that's not how laws should be written. Okay. If if I were to, if I were to ask my question about this law, my question would be: Can it be written better and more clearly so as to actually provide for the safety and well-being of the child? And as written, I don't see that that it is written that way. So, so I would say the the flip side of that would be is this law written like is it is it just a, a piece of garbage? Is it needed? <laughs> is it needed? Is it needed, uh, or does it just complicate things further for parents and lawyers and judges and law enforcement? Because because you have to get all the players in between, right? Because if you if if you're gonna make it a law, someone has to enforce that law. Someone has to interpret that law. Someone has to adjudicate that law, and then someone has to enforce the adjudication of that law. And and it's not it's not going to be simple. Not not as written. Yeah. So is okay. it needed? If it is, can it be written better and more clearly? That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, great. That's that's a great, great, uh, better question. Just just for fun, before right. as as our our way out. I, I I'm not actually. I I don't think we address this today. I think we leave this with everybody else to consider. Yeah. I told you it was connected to something else. It was connected to five ninety nine, but I didn't tell you anything about five ninety nine. Um. Not one tiny thing about it. Do you know what okay. 599 is all about? Any idea? Is this, is this an AB? Uh, a... It's Senate bill. Or this is, this is the SB. So the first one was the AB. This is the SB. Yep. I think you mentioned 599 in your reading of it, but mm-hmm. we did not, you did not specify what it was. All right. Let me double check. I'm going to make sure I'm looking at the right thing here. So this, this is going to be curveball ending here. Yep. Dropping the hammer. Three, two. That's the count. All right. What it do we is, got? I, I, I'm not going to read the details of it. 
All right. It is all about healthcare and insurance. Oh. <laughs> Boom goes the that dynamite. Is, no, that is a that is a Oh my ball. gosh. And they're tied together. Okay. They're okay, tied okay. together, but they 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 didn't have to be, I don't think. I think they were just saying, we want them both and we're going to get them both. No, no, no. Thing. Okay, so let me – okay, so <laughs> you didn't tell me anything. Let me react to this real quick because <laughs> if I know anything and I've lived long enough to understand that laws are typically written in two different ways. One, for the people that understand how deep it goes – and they get the full context and there are like 10 people that get that le- to that level mm-hmm. right very small then the other side is they're written in a way to sound good to get the votes to get enacted and on the back side which the 10 people that understand the deepness of it know is that there's 99% of the time there's always some financial incentive in it that gets kicked in without anyone knowing where some entity benefits greatly from the enforcement of it. And that's what it, from you just saying 599 goes to, you said two things, healthcare and what? Uh, hold on. Let me look. Um, no, it was insurance. Uh, insurance. <clears throat> so, Healthcare and insurance. Yes. So that's okay. So that's the trick. That that's, that's where the financial like. benefit is because, because healthcare, which we know you go to McDonald's or, or somewhere, you know, you know what you're spending, you know what you're getting with healthcare. You have no idea what you're spending. You only know kind of what you're getting, but you don't know how it's coded. Right. That's mm-hmm. the, that's sort of the, the, the rub on that one. So I'm wondering if this goes down that Avenue as well, where, yeah, it looks it looks like it's so that it may it's hard to tell. Uh it looks I mean it does highlight a lot of the the safety stuff, but I think it's probably because if you take custody, you have to pay for the child through state funds. Yeah, once it goes to um whoever picks up the children, it they enter the state system for some specified amount of time. Sometimes it's just a day. Sometimes it's a week or a month, whatever it is. Uh, then the, the state would be responsible. And then that comes out of state funds in some way, mm-hmm. which there's a whole other level of, you know, there, there's federal funding provided to states for the, that process. Uh, there can be, there's just state funds. Um, and maybe there's other beneficiaries we don't even know about that also somehow get involved with that. But I'm wondering, I mean, so, it could be highly tied to this financial incentive. Maybe. I don't know. It, I, as I'm maybe. looking, as I'm perusing it. It's really, yeah. it really does tie to, to the, the, the health and safety aspects of it, but it does, it does highlight the, some of the cost stuff, you know, there's, stipulations there's you know it ties to so many other penal codes and stuff though like i do it's a freaking this is a rabbit hole this is a the, this particular section the 599 probably more of a rabbit hole than what we just addressed what we addressed it sounds uh you know obscure and like hard to hold what this does is it details everything yeah. out but it does it so much that it sends you down like 20 30 different rabbit holes right which cost is going to be one of them insurance and it is going to be one of them and it could be a significant factor because as anyone knows the the financial portion of it comes from who who is incentivized to do what if the in, if the incentives are for funding to be grabbed from the implementation of this law and that numbers, once they start adding up, mean somebody's benefiting financially, then the incentives are going to push that way. 
right? Yeah. And and right. the other and so that that can that can create a problem that that nobody that's even addressing this as a parent or as a uh, as a personal rights advocate or a a child's emotional well-being advocate whatever you want to say it, it goes beyond what they're even considering because the financial incentives are so strong that it just gets shoved uh into into people's faces more than they want and so people think they're benefiting yeah. when they're only they're only barely benefiting and someone else is you know getting a huge benefit because of that potentially yeah. you just it, it's hard to say but this goes to the thing where you the more involved you get you the the less you know yeah it's weird and why did they tie them together because there's there's you know when i'm looking at it hey i don't know i mean what they're trying to do is get it get it is my the, what i what i think maybe this is the question is the point to to root it so deep right away that it can't be removed easily maybe that's the question to ask and it can't be removed because it's in you know it's it, the senate bill the 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 other bill the uh, the court system the financial system the uh, the policing system like it's it's literally going to put its roots out super far super wide really fast that's what it looks like right so yeah. maybe it's just a rooting issue they're just trying to get it rooted i don't know it's a good question it but is. with that <laughs> we'll we'll wrap right here yeah thank you all for joining us uh you know it was fun i hope you enjoyed it as much as i did and uh that's it for today, folks. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, and follow. You can go to guidosbros.com. That's G-U-I-D-O-S-B-R-O-S.com for additional content.